Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. We'll watch uh, Love Actually after this. We will. Oh, no, I should watch with my husband. It's yeah. about love. <laughs> <laughs> it's about love. Two drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to the third episode of our Christmas series of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers previewing movies, two drinks at a time. I am Lee. I am Brett. This week is almost a bit of a flashback to how we started, where Brett is making me watch a classic movie I haven't seen before. Yes. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, oh, oh. And if you are binge listening our Christmas all in one, you will have just heard me tell Brett that it's not quite a Christmas movie. And so over to you, Brett. Well, that's interesting from (laughs) someone who's never seen it. Well, from what you said about Die Hard and what I know about It's a Wonderful Life, they are both Christmas adjacent. And we're not doing that. All right. So It's a Wonderful Life, the holiday fantasy movie of 1946. So, 75 years, anniversary, Ooh. platinum, ding, ding. Um, platinum, 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 diamond. Was platinum a thing 75 years ago? Well, no, you couldn't use it. You had to use it, save it for the war. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels, <laughs> like, it feels like platinum is a new thing. Well, it's an element. It's not a new no, thing. No, but like, I feel like it's a very modern thing to have something made out of platinum. Okay. Like you I wouldn't don't know have, why this is part of the movie. You wouldn't have bought a platinum <laughs> ring 75 years no, ago. and I don't think people would have been a platinum recording artist. Yeah, because they didn't sell that many, because mm. there weren't that many people to buy their records. No. <laughs> but it is the platinum anniversary of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Frank Capra. Frank, directed by Frank Capra. Starring Jimmy Stewart. Starring Jimmy Stewart. And fan the ghost of the show. Of Christmas Past. Ghost of Christmas Past. No. Oh. Um, Donna Reed, Lionel Barrymore, Thomas Mitchell, and Henry Travers. Oh, Drew's dad. Drew Travers. Drew Barrymore. Yes. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, it was... <laughs> fucking hell. Are we going to recover from this? <laughs> Let me start again. Uh, it was nominated for five Oscars. Including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, Best Editing and Best Sound. Well, they're big ones. Yeah, lost all of them to the same movie. So there you go. Which movie was that? Uh, It was a movie called Best Years of Our Lives. Oh, classic. Which is good. That's the one I watch every Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's good. And it was like, it's 1946 and it was about the war. So people were like, Uh, About using all the platinum in the war. That's what it was about. Exactly. (laughs) This guy had fake, um, he had... Claws um, made out of platinum. Yeah. Like that guy in the James Bond. Yeah. A little, you know. Or was it like Jaws in James Bond? No, it wasn't Jaws. And uses his platinum teeth to bite through Moonraker. 
Um, it is ranked on the AFI list of top 100 greatest movies of all time as number 20. Oh, ding, ding. That's a big one. Which is pure nostalgia. Um, and then ranked as the number one most inspirational movie of all time. Hmm. Inspirational. Okay. I'll be ready to be inspired. It, uh, you will, I would not be surprised if you cry. The film. Oh, I almost cried in Die Hard. Oh, God. Not because of the Alan John. Alan John, not because of the kid. <laughs> not because of Lupe. I'll cry so, <laughs> when she almost gets deported. <laughs> so the film starts with some angels uh, discussing the life of George Bailey, who is okay. played by James Stewart. Uh, and he's a kind and selfless man who lives in the small town of Bedford Falls. Yes. Uh, and basically it's what they call something like his critical night oh, for okay. George Bailey. So he needs a guardian angel and it's Christmas Eve and George Bailey is basically doing a, well, what a, why, what if I was never born? I don't matter to anyone because I'm selfless and I don't do anything. Okay. Does um, he have a family? He does have a family. His wife is Donna Reed, and they have four children. Okay, one of them is Drew Barrymore. Yep. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> They're all people who have not done anything since. Um, and basically, it's a turn the turn of the rookie angel Clarence to be his guardian angel, uh-huh. even though Clarence doesn't have his wings yet. So, let me get this straight. George Bailey thinks he's not important and not worth... Anything. There are a series of events on Christmas Eve that are adjacent to Christmas. Yes. Um, that lead, lead him up to think that. To going, okay. oh, every, everybody would be better off if I so off then to myself. The angels decide to send a guy who thinks he's not really worth much, the guardian angel who's a rookie. Well, he hasn't got, <laughs> he hasn't fully been promoted. He hasn't got his wings yet. Well, Clarence. Like, come on, it's the work, They sent the work experience yeah. kids. This guy thinks he's worthless and you've sent the work experience kid to help him. Is yep. that the right tactic? Um, it's his turn. <laughs> they just take... It's his number number 88. Yep, oh, Clarence. he's got the ticket. He's right. got the next ticket. He's rostered line. on that night. Yeah, St. Peter and Gabriel are just like, just give it to Clarence. He'll yeah. be fine. It's Christmas Eve. I need the night off. Yeah. it's he's... Angels would be busy Christmas Eve. Why? Singing the hallelujahs and... Lighting the advent candles and making sure Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Plaza. Making sure that Alan Rickman gives the present to the right woman. Oh, Alan bloody Rickman. Making sure that the squid and the lobster costumes in (laughs) Love Actually are made. That is a lot of legs, David. (laughs) We'll watch Uh, Love Actually after this. We will. Oh, no, I should watch with my husband. It's about love. (laughs) (laughs) It's about love. Um... Yeah, so basically through the telling of filling in Clarence about the story of George Bailey, there's a lot of flashbacks of George's life that lead up to present-day Christmas Eve. Um, And then Clarence must convince George that his life is worth living and the world is a better place with him. And every time you whistle, an angel gets its wings. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Oh, no, whistling is bad in a different movie. What wolf whistling? Whistling is something about the devil. Okay. Oh, no. My friend from school, his mum said, if you whistle inside, it summons the devil. 
Oh, well, where's the fucking devil? I whistle inside I, all the time. Well, I did whistle inside all the time, and that's why it kept coming up when I went to visit my friend. I whistle I whistle in everything. My, my, every workplace I've ever had, I must have summoned the devil multiple times. Well... Okay. Anyway, yeah, so that's, you know, and then... Is, maybe it's the work experience devil. Maybe. And so it's been okay. It's the Clarence version of Maybe it depends how good your whistling is. We're pretty good whistlers, though. Yeah, so the devil's like, oh, no, they're great. We'll leave them alone. Maybe he thinks it'll be a devil went down to Georgia type arrangement and we're good at whistling. We'll challenge him to a whistle-off. Mm. Like the devil went down to Georgia, oh, the violin fight. Like in Futurama. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they do the same thing. Yes. Well, that's the song, Dev Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. is about the devil goes to Georgia and this guy says, if you can play the fiddle better than me, yes. I'll take your soul. That is a Futurama yeah. episode. And the, yeah, guys, and the devil's like, <laughs> I'll take your soul if you play the fiddle better than me. And the guy's like, you're on. And he plays, he plays the fiddle better than the devil. Yes. And, and then wins the golden fiddle from f- the devil. Oh, and Fry gets the robot's hand. Yeah. That's right. exactly what happens in the song. Yes. Okay. But Jimmy Stewart does not play the fiddle. No. In the movie. He nor does not. Does he whistle much, I imagine? He I think he might if at he's... some point. Because at the start when he's younger he's he's very happy go lucky. It's pre war Bedford Falls. Oh, okay. So there's still a lot of platinum around. Yes, plenty of platinum. Um <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> um James Stewart did say that George Bailey is the favourite character he ever played. Um, really? Even yes. better than the man who knew too much? Yeah. There's whistling in that. George Bailey didn't know that much until the end of the movie. Okay. Then he knew what life is really worth. Well, that's the same as Die Hard, by the way. He knew life was worth all of the oh. stocks that fell out of the building. Now, he knew life was worth... Having a wife, two kids, and a cop best friend. We've moved on from Die Hard. Can we- I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> also, director Frank Capra said that it was his favourite of all the films he ever made. And he made a few. He did. Some so classics. Did, so did Lionel Barrymore. He made a few. It's a um, black and whitey. It is a black and white. It was going to be colour, um, but I think they did something was like then they were like rushing to get it out because it's a Christmas movie so they wanted to get it out in December. Okay. Unlike other movies we've previously talked about. Um and so they were like, oh let's not put the colour in, just do it in black and white. Okay. How did it go with the money? Um not great. Didn't do uh great with the money. But now it's become a thing because of the because it always gets played in America on Christmas Eve. Yes. I um just looked it up. Its budget was three point one eight million, and its box office was three point three million. So it made about a hundred grand. Made about a hundred grand. Yes. So not well, not great. Not bad. If I made a hundred grand for what, take them six months to film it, I'd be okay with a hundred grand in six months. But then I suppose it's got to get divided yeah. by everyone. So you know, Jimmy Stewart gets fifty grand. Everybody else shares the rest. Would you like to know one urban legend I've just seen on Wikipedia when I looked up It's a Wonderful Life? Sure. You will after I tell you. Okay. 
Sesame Street urban legend. Oh, I did read a little bit about this. But... It is commonly believed that the characters of Bert and Ernie, yep. not Go Couple, yeah. on Sesame Street were named after Bert the cop and Ernie the cab driver. Yes. However, oh. in a correction <laughs> for the 1999 annual Xmas quiz in the San Francisco Chronicle, which made this claim, series writer Jerry Jewell confirmed that, per producer John Stone, the shared names were merely a coincidence. I do think that all the time when I watch this movie because it's Bert and Ernie. Despite or although this, I think they say it Ernie and Bert a lot. Are they together though? The cop and the cab driver a lot in the movie? Well, it's just like the people of the town. And then at one scene they help George out with something. Okay. Together. Him and then Sam, the someone, whoever that guy is. Despite this, the 1996 holiday special Elmo Saves Christmas references the rumour during a scene where Bert and Ernie walk by a TV set which is playing the movie. Well, funny. The pair are surprised by the line, Bert, Ernie, what's the matter with you two guys? You were here on my wedding night. Is that in the movie? That is in the movie. And so maybe the TV says it and the Sesame Street characters are shocked by hearing their names coming from a TV. Maybe. But that's well, Bert not and Ernie were like, they weren't gays in 1946. No, no. Well, they no. were, but anyway. Gays on Sesame Street either. Um, they, it's not true, so I'm glad I read that out. Yeah, good. If I was the Sesame Street people, I would have just been like, yeah, sure, why not? That's yeah, where I got it let's from. let's go with it. Um, but also, like, would you name, a, you name a pair after a pair? Like Bert the cop and Ernie the cab driver aren't a pair. They're just two in characters the in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's like going, I'm going to name them after two people from different, you yes. know, totally different scenes. Yeah. Like I'm going to name them Velma and Tracy from Hairspray, patreon.com forward yeah. slash tutoring cinema. They're not a pair. Yeah, they're not called Doc and Marty. Tracy and Link. Oh, maybe they were named after it. Yeah. That's less hard to deny because no one's named Link. True. But It's a Wonderful Life is different to what we are talking about now. Is there anything else you would like to say before we tell people, because it is Christmas Eve today. It is Christmas Eve today. That you should watch this. You should watch it. I watch it every Christmas Eve. So, interestingly, (laughs) um, Henry Fonda was in the running to play George Bailey. And do you know who Henry Fonda's best mate is? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. They oh. were like roommates at college or some shit. Awkward. Which was really awkward. Then, and one year when Jim's, Jimmy Stewart beat Henry Fonda for best actor. But that's what you get for being friends with people you're rivals for. But they're not really rivals. Like acting is not a competitive pursuit. We just give awards for it. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. not going to be like, oh, Henry, you beat me again. That's not mm. a Jimmy Stewart impersonation. No. It was probably not bad. No, it was, no, it was pretty terrible. terrible. You've done worse. It was more like Woody Allen being Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it was more just like a grumpy old man yeah, being Jimmy Stewart. More Lionel Barrymore being. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, it's not a competitive pursuit. We just give awards for it. Um, and then it ranges. So the character of George Bailey, the adult George Bailey, goes from the age of 21 to 38 during the course of the okay. adult life yep. of the movie. There's I feel also like I've done that this weekend. Some younger stuff. And then, yeah, Donna Reed plays Mary from age 18 to 35. 
So she's a bit few years younger. So It's a Wonderful Life is traditionally to watch on Christmas Eve. Yes. So we are telling you to watch it on Christmas Eve. Because I think all they did, it wasn't like always a traditional thing, but I think just some like TV network was like, what are we going to put Christmas Eve? Nobody's going to watch the TV. Yeah. Hey, here's this, this Wonderful Life movie set on Christmas Eve and it's cheap for us to buy. Let's just buy that. There you go. And so they did, and now everybody has to watch it Christmas Eve, including all of you listeners. Yes, so you have to. You have to watch it because on next Tuesday the review comes out. Yes. So watch It's a Wonderful Life tonight, before or after Carols by Candlelight. I generally do it Melbourne. after. Then enjoy Christmas, eat too much, be festive and merry, watch the cricket or other things on Boxing Day. Watch like West, West Side, Side Story. Story or Matrix Resurrections. Yep. Both of those come out on Boxing Day and we'll be watching both of those uh, and reviewing both of those in our end of year wrap up. Uh, but next Tuesday will be the review of It's a Wonderful Life and then we will have one more episode before the end of 2021. Thank you for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We'll be back on Tuesday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of To Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.